Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Medium Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast. We're talking about life, loss, love, loss, life and the afterlife. Um, Today, as promised, I'm going to do part two of child loss. And today we're talking about when you lose a child to either suicide or murder. Yes, the big ones. Okay, first of all, I want to talk about the suicide part of losing a child. Um, I have long considered that losing a child to suicide and murder would be perhaps the very, very hardest way to lose a child. I completely agree with this. Now, I'm going to start with murder first. Um, Unfortunately, too many of us, well, too many people have um, children that have been murdered. And I just want you guys to know that this may take a bit of a while for you guys to heal through this. And the main reason it's going to take a while for you to heal because you've got some court cases coming up, particularly if the murderer is found, okay, if the murderer is not found, you may find yourself, um, you know, being hounded by the media. And worse, the worst thing that happens to people who have either missing children or murdered children, can I be honest, it's not just the media, it's the bloody psychics. So I just, I just want to, I, I, I'm going to touch on that first. One of the most disgusting things that I think that I've ever seen psychics do is rush to people who have unfortunately lost their child, they don't know where they are, they're missing, or their child has been murdered and they're trying to find some type of clue as to who the killer would be. I think that these type of psychics, these ambulance chases, are really gross, to be quite frank with you. This is something I will not ever do. I am a firm believer in letting the police do their work because if you are a psychic and you are claiming to be a psychic detective and curing and and and, and, um, and solving these cases, and you better have some bloody good backup. You know what I mean? Now, if you're a mama or a dad who's lost a child to murder, get rid of these people. I, I honestly mean that. Because what they're going to do is they're going to um, really play on your fear. They are ambulance chasers. Do not be fooled by these people who come running at you with a million different solutions to your problem, okay? They are ambulance chasers and all they want, and this is the truth, do they want to help you? In a way, but they want the the notoriety. Sorry, I can't speak sometimes. They just want people to know how damn good they were because they solved this murder. They want the stardom that comes from it. So don't ever go for those ambulance chasers. I'm not saying I haven't worked with the police, but I have done so on a very private level without anyone knowing that I've done it. And I keep that quiet. I've had a lot of success, but I will not shout that from the rooftops. I save that if a police officer approaches me. And that is the only way that I will do that because anything else is just praying on the grief of the people who are in this unfortunate predicament. So if you have had a murder in your family and it's your child, man, this is going to be hard and it's going to be hard for a while. But I know you can survive this. I know you can get through this. 
First of all, you've got to get through the court cases. That is going to extend your grief beyond the normal six to 12 hard months. You're going to have this for quite a while. You're going to have a lot of anger and this is going to be really apparent. If you are a mother who has lost a child, I really urge you when the anger starts to start getting it out of your system because unfortunately all of that anger that you are holding inside because of what's happened to your child can actually have some really bad effects on your own health through high blood pressure, heart palpitation, all types of things, okay? So I urge you if you are in this terrible predicament and you're going through court cases and your child has been murdered, please start moving and I and I seriously mean that I know you probably think oh that's her solution for everything but it's a good solution you need to move um you know I I really reckon that if I had this had happened I'll take up boxing I'll take up boxing because you really need to get all this anxiety out of you it's going to be replaced fairly quickly in your case because you have had a child that's been murdered but you need to remove it as quickly as you can because it not only will it spill out on other people it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect your health, okay? So in this case, I say it in all cases of loss, all cases of grief and, and loss at all, I say this, but it's really important for you guys. If your child has been murdered, and I really want you to know this, and this is also the case of the suicide, limbo does not exist. Do not let any psychics or people who call themselves psychic tell you that your son or daughter is in limbo. They are not. They are not in limbo. They are not treated differently because they were murdered. This does not happen. All of the shows that you've seen with Ghost Whisperer and all that, I want you to remember they were made up to entertain. Ghost Whisperer goes on about, oh my God, they can't move on because they are murdered. Oh, what a load of rub, rut. That is a bloody, that is a TV show made to entertain you. It is not fact, okay? If your child has been murdered, they will go to the light and they will be treated with love and care the same as any other spirit. They are not lonely. They are not lost. They are not doomed to roam the earth. They are in the afterlife, in the afterlife with all the other spirits that have passed. They are with your mom and dad and whoever else may have passed before you. They are back home. So do not ever be fooled by these psychics that say that garbage. They are not really good people. They want sensationalism. They want it to sound, ooh, so mysterious. Don't listen to them. They're all over TikTok. They're all over Facebook. Do not listen to them. Your child is safe. Do not listen to Christians who tell you that your child is in some type of purgatory. No, they are safe. And they are in the hands of the universe or if you're religious in the hands of God. But they are safe, okay? That is the main thing you need to know. You're going to have to take a lot of deep breaths. And one of the things I would like to recommend to the murder people is try not to go. If, if you can get away with it, please, please do not be present on the day that they talk about the injuries that your person, that your child sustained. If you can... Please don't be there because all you need to know is that your child, I mean, I, I, it's easy for me to say that because I know I know it's a very complicated thing. But if you can get times off the court cases, if you can get times when you get somebody else to stand in for you, if you can just get a bit of a rest from the, the absolute horror that has become your life, 
You need to. For someone who had had a murdered child, I would recommend you need to spoil yourself. You need to do all the things that you can do to make yourself feel better. Um, that person hopefully will go to jail. Now, will they go to hell? No. Uh, because hell is a state of earth on a state of mind on earth, okay? So, yeah, in a way they will go to hell because they're going to go to jail. And jail is not a picnic. So, you know, this vengeance that you may be feeling, this this need to want to go out and, and you know, get back at them, you've got to let it subside. This is one of the biggest tests for you. I feel that the people who have murdered children face the biggest tests of all, okay? So... You can heal and you will heal if you want to. But as for your child, the pain or what he endured or what she endured is now over. The physical part of their death was over when they stopped breathing, okay? The physical pain that they were in. I want you to really get that in your head. They are no longer in that pain. Okay? What happened to them? may be as bad as you imagined or it may be less than you imagined. Unfortunately, when you are a parent who has lost a child, your mind is going to go around with a million things, a million things that could have happened. You're going to try to imagine and put yourself in their place. Don't do that for too long because the longer you stay on that, trying to imagine, trying to imagine, trying to imagine, the longer you go through the what ifs and the ifs only, is it's going to drive you nutty, okay? The sooner you can say, okay, well, this has happened, we're going to lock that bastard up and we're going to move on in honour of our child. We are going to make sure that everyone knows his name or her name and we are going to live in honour. We are not going to let that bastard that took our child's life I take our lives too because that's what you're in danger of. If you continually send hate and cannot let go of the person who did this to your child, it means that two people got done by this bastard, okay? That means two people got done. So you be really careful when the court cases are over and the mongrels behind the bars. It's time to use your heart and your soul and your spirit. Fill it back up with love. Don't let that animal have any more of your life. Don't let him have any more of your life. Somehow, I'm not telling you to forgive them, not in the, not in the sense of forgiveness. I'm telling them, you, when the court cases are over and that, if you can just stop letting them take up space in your mind, they will, of course, at times. But if you can make that less and less and less and less and less and less and less, it's going to take time. It might take you years. But every time you start thinking about what that mongrel did, replace that with how wonderful your child was and a wonderful thing they did. Because this is what this is about. It's about your child losing their life. It's not you, – you, you shouldn't you, – you, the last thing you want to do is make the rest of your life about the animal that took your child's life, okay? Make the rest of your life about honouring your child. Remember they lived. Don't fall into the trap of saying, well, you know, 
their time was up. That's all there is to it. Their time was up. Now, whether your child was always, this was always going to happen or not, if it's happened, it means that that was the way your child was going to pass. That was the way your child has passed and there is no other way for your child to pass now. So you just have to accept that this time your child's life was taken by force, okay? Did your child's soul plan this? No, but this may have been one of those things where the time is up for your child and obviously the time was up and unfortunately they were in the wrong time in front, they were in the wrong place in front of this person. They were in the wrong place at the wrong time, but their soul might have said, okay, well, this is, but but either way, that was what the time they got. So my advice to anyone who has a murdered child, as soon as possible, take the focus and energy off the animal who did this because you don't want him taking any more of you. Okay. They already took enough, right? Right? So you don't want them to take any more, do you? You don't want them to take your sanity, do you? Because that's what will happen. In a lot of these cases, someone who murders someone else, if, unless it's a case of passion, um, if this is just like a street fight or something, that guy's probably just a little loser, a little, a little fresh soul who thinks he knows the world and his shit don't stink and he's probably not going to give you any more thought or your child. He'll do his time in bars and he'll probably come out and do it again because some people are just born losers. So your child was a winner. Your child was amazing. So you either give the energy to your child and what a wonderful person was and sing his name from the rooftops or you sing the animal's name from the rooftops. It's a choice you've got to make. I know which choice will make you heal. So leave that there. Plan it. Think about it. Any questions, ask me. Now we're going to go on to suicide. If you have unfortunately lost your life, your child through um, suicide, th- th- this is really hard for you. I... I I've lost someone through suicide. I lost my ex-boyfriend from suicide. And, of course, I felt a lot of responsibility for that. We'd only type of separated. You know, it's a a terrible thing. But I want you to understand, first and foremost, your child passed away because they had a disease called depression. Now, that disease may have been visible or it may not have. A lot of the cases when I do readings for people who've lost their child to suicide, they have had some troubles for a while with their child. A lot of times a child may have or may have been on some type of intoxication like alcohol or drugs, um, which means that the, 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 their brain may have become unbalanced, their mind became unbalanced because of the toxic um, things that they were placing in their system, okay? So... And I know that a lot of you out there know that, that you, your, your child struggled with mental health issues or depression for quite a long time. And you know what else I know? You all wanted to help them. You all tried. Some of you may have got to the point where you said, ah, oh. and, you know, they might have cried wolf and you might have ignored it and that was the time. And God damn it, you can't live off that. What you've got to remember is all the times that you did try. You tried to get them. I know in the large majority of cases with suicide that people will not go to the doctor. Even if you 
push them in there. Even if you drag them in with wild horses, man, they're not going to take the treatment. You can drag them into mental health and 24 hours is up. They're going to shit themselves back out there and do exactly what you're trying to prevent them to do. You know how it happened. And I know how it can happen. So, you know, you just got to remember that unless people want to get help, you can, you can lead a horse to water, but they're not always going to drink. But the thing is, you led the horse to water. You, you remember that? How you led that horse to water? You wanted your child to heal. You wanted your child to get better, didn't you? But they just didn't because they had an illness. This illness is called depression. It is a bona fide illness. Some people hide their illnesses. Some people, you don't know what's going on inside their bloody head. You don't know. Some it's obvious. Some it is not. Usually these quieter people, they're really quiet. They never say much. And you think that they're cruising along all right because they seem to be okay. But inside they're a fucking mess and you don't know it because they people hide their depression. My ex did. Like on the surface, he looked like a bit mortal. And you know what I mean? But he really hid the seriousness quite well the large majority of the time at times I'd get you know oh shit he's going to go he's going to do it but then the large majority of the time he acted just absolutely normal he was really good at hiding how bad he felt inside and I would suspect a lot of your kids were too they just endured okay so I first and foremost depression is a disease if your child had asthma and died from asthma attack, you may accept that more readily. If your child was a diabetic, refused to take the medication and died of diabetes, you may accept that more readily and be angry at them because they didn't take their medication. This is the same with depression. A lot of people with depression, they either self-medicate or they just hold it inside. And they self-medicate with intoxicants such as uh, drugs, heavy or light, and alcohol, okay? That's how they self-medicate. And you, you might see them on the uptick. You, if you look back, you may see that they started drinking at a certain time. And you may be able to put one, one and one together and go, oh, my God, this is when this depression started. I urge you to look at everything you can and read every single thing you can about depression. This is of utmost importance to anyone who has lost anyone to suicide but really important to a parent who has lost a child to suicide. You need to read everything you can about depression, how it hides, how it exposes itself, because you, your child had a disease. Now, there's a lot of places where you might say, well, you know, if you hadn't had that rotten bloody wife and she didn't take the kids of him, oh, yeah, all of the above. I get it. I get your anger at that person. But your person did not take your person's life, okay? That person is not responsible for your person's life, no matter how much you look at it. Unless they did it, unless they murdered them, you cannot blame anybody for anybody's suicide unless they murdered them because suicide will always be a choice that your person took. It will always be their choice. Very rarely is it the choice of another person. I know there's some cases that have come up when people have encouraged people to take their own life. I get that <coughs> happily rarer. But a lot of times if people um, decide to take their own life after a relationship is finished, 
It's because they don't have or feel they have any self-worth. This is all on them. Yes, there are cases where kids are held back from fathers. And I get that as well. Um, Unfortunately, in some of these cases, the father hasn't fought for the kids. The father has just thrown his hands up and said, it's all too hard. And so I've had enough. This is bullshit. And they take their own life. Because it's all too hard. Court cases suck. We know that. Look, I was a parent. I was, a, I was the other parent. I went through all the court cases. I know how much they suck. But unfortunately, some people don't do that. They don't want to. They'd rather throw their arms up and say it's all too hard. And unfortunately, some of them take their own life because they never get to see their kids. You can't blame that on the other person. And, and, and yes, people are assholes. And the woman should not have done that. I'm a big advocate. If you separate from a partner, you let that partner see the kids. I'm a big advocate of that. But unfortunately, some people don't feel the same way. They have their weird reasons why not. Yes, yeah, some, some people are just assholes and will willingly hold back the kids from the, from, from the other parent. But it is no reason to take your own life entirely. But unfortunately... Your person, after all this bullshit happened, may have developed depression and it will always be the depression that takes your person's life. Now, I know a lot of you are sitting out there saying, no, nah, no, nah, this is rubbish, Mm-mm, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. She did this on purpose. If it hadn't been for her, my son would still be alive. No, your son would still be alive had he chosen to still be alive in this case, all right? One of the things I have found in the large majority of people who take themselves home, it has absolutely no bearing on the parents. It is not the way that it was not anything you've done. Um, it was just that your child was born with a depression gene in them, which unfortunately grew as they got older. Okay. Now, if you were really brave, you may be able to look back and see other people who had depression in your family. And you may actually see that this could be a hereditary thing. But either way, <laughs> what I want you to know is that in the case of depression, uh, excuse me, of suicide and murder, as in all cases of anyone who passes away, they are all very safe. They are all okay. They are back home. Hell is on earth. It is not anywhere else. There is life and there is afterlife, okay? Your son or daughter will not be punished because they took themselves home. They will be treated like anybody else who has an illness that hasn't been able to be cured. That is how they will be treated, just like any other spirit. So I know you're going to have questions on this and I do urge you if you have questions or you want something enlarged upon please email me. I am happy to go back into these subjects. I have got time to do this. But one thing I know is your kids love you. They love you all. They are okay. They are safe. And they just want you to heal. Now, I will be talking about suicide and murder in different ways. But for you mamas and dads out there, your kids are okay. They're waiting for you upstairs. And one day you're going to meet them again and they're going to be exactly as you want them to be. 
big love to you guys. It's a hard run losing a child. I hope you heal and I hope these podcasts help you heal as well. Bye for now. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>